quick assessment test. What area of your life have you chosen to keep separate or hide from your family? How has it affected you spiritually, emotionally, and physically? Why would God want you to confess your sins when he already knows what they are? How can your sin affect other people even when they don't know about it? Think about this. Your choices determine your character. So choosing to live a blessed life involves you deciding to use integrity. Well, bless the Lord. It's wonderful to be with you today. And I tell you, I've still got this integrity in my heart. And, and, and I just want to say to you, because it's so many times, we that's where the struggle is, it, that we intensify and have the same intensity in every area of our lives and not in just one part of our lives about integrity. So don't struggle over it. Let me tell you what Job said in Job 8 chapter, verses 5 through 7. He said, if you pray to God and seek the favor of the Almighty, and if you are pure and live with integrity, he will surely rise up and restore your happy home. And though you started with little, you will end with much. Oh, you know, let me tell you, I'm talking about the blessed life. Oh, it may be tough for you to read and uh, the Bible about integrity and to hear this broadcast podcast today concerning integrity because you're replaying in your mind all the times you've fallen short all the opportunity you had to show integrity, but didn't. All the moral failures in your life. We could all make a similar list of failures. St. Augustine said that the confession of bad works is the beginning of good works. So if you are serious about becoming a person of integrity, the first step, that's what I'm talking about today, how to take the first step to integrity, the first step, is to admit that you haven't had integrity. You just admit that you don't always keep your promises. Just admit you often gossip and you like it. (laughs) Just admit sometimes you slack off at work. Just admit you pretend to be someone you're not. Just admit it all to God. Oh yeah, you know, I'm not just going to throw you out there and not give you how to come back. You know, a lot of people segment their lives and they think they can live with integrity when they are harboring sin in one area of life, as long as it doesn't affect the other areas. I call this the Titanic myth. Yeah, you know, the Titanic was supposed to be unsinkable because it was the first ship to segment and compartmentalize the hull. Theoretically, if the boat took on water in a certain area, you could batten down the hatch and it wouldn't sink the whole ship. But folks, when it comes to your life, and same as with the Titanic, a hole in the boat is a hole in the boat. And eventually, it's going to sink. That little area you thought you had under control will eventually take you down. And it will affect the people around you. Because while sin is personal, it's never private. None of us are perfect. But God doesn't expect us to be perfect. I tell my people this all the time. He does, however, expect you to have integrity and to be obedient. That's the starting point. Yeah, yeah, that's the starting point. No matter how long your list is, that is the starting point, is that he doesn't expect you to be perfect. He expects you to be obedient. As you're praying, as you're in his word, what he instructs you to do, you just do that. God is more interested in your heart. 
Yes, than your sins. Oh, I know I'm going to get in trouble with a lot of people with that. Well, that's all right. I'm used to that. It's okay. I'm going to base it on the word of God. You're never going to be perfect. You're never going to be. Uh-uh. Never. Mm-mm. But you can be obedient. Yeah. And you can sin less. Oh, yes. That's the choice of integrity. That's the choice that we make. See, and when you do, you find yourself living the blessed life. In 1984, you know, I was yielding to God and I had said yes to God. I was just so excited. And that was when God began to just show me about tithe. And I began to tithe. It became a pivotal moment in my journey to the blessed life. It occurred at that time when I decided to tithe and everything just began to change. I mean, there were needs in my life that supernaturally, they just began to be met. God just began to have people just start giving. And oh, it was just awesome. It was the beginning of a remarkable season of giving that I was doing from obeying God's words, you see. And it also resulted in tremendous blessings as well. And my income sky. I rocketed it and oh my goodness. And it seemed the more that I gave, you know, integrity <laughs> in my tithing and my offerings, the more God gave to me. It was as if I was truly living out the saying, you can't out give God. And I was able to increase my giving up to over 70% of my gross income. And I found myself living more comfortable on the 30% than I had lived on the 90%. That's why I walk with integrity about tithe. And I tell everybody I know about tithe because I know what tithing did and is doing and have done in my life. I've discovered, you know, that there are more than 500 verses in the Bible concerning prayer and nearly 500 verses concerning faith, but more than 2,000 thousand verses on the subject of money and possessions. This is so important for a blessed life that Jesus talked about money in 16 of his 38 parables. Uh, Salah, I like to say. Now pause and think about that. Listen, people, it is a blessing when you become a person of integrity with your life and you begin to do what you say you're going to do. You begin to tithe and you begin to not gossip. Mm-mm. Uh -uh. Just do what you're supposed to do. And without a doubt, the enemy of your soul would do anything to keep you from discovering God's principles, governing your financial stewardship, giving, governing, you walking in integrity and being the blessing that God intended. Why? Because once you do, uh -huh, it will transform your life for the better. It will bring you guaranteed financial results in tithing. Guaranteed financial results in it. You hear me? Guaranteed prosperity on your job. Guaranteed unity in your relationship, your marriage. Guaranteed. Ah, but it will also do more than that. It will impact the kingdom of God. And help bring revival to the world. It'll enable the kingdom of God to share the message of God all over the world. And do great and mighty things. So the first step to integrity is for you just to go before God and just spill it all. Just lay it at his feet. And so if you've done that, then I'll ask you this question. Are you blessed? What does a life filled with blessing look like in taking this first step to integrity? Being blessed means having supernatural power working for you. By contrast, being cursed means having supernatural power working against you. 
Yeah, the days of the blessed person are filled with divine providences and heavenly meaning. Yeah, yeah, because remember, I told you, a person of integrity, you're praying, you're reading the word, and you're letting the word take first place in every area of your life. Yeah. And so as you're doing that, I'm saying to you that as you begin to enjoy what God is doing, the providences of God, it, it's just uh, supernatural what takes place. And they're divine, divine support, divine health, divine prosperity. I mean, nobody but God could have done what he does. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God is so good. And as you begin to experience heaven right down here on earth, blessed people may or may not be wealthy by the world standards, but blessed people enjoy a quality of life that most billionaires would envy. Oh, yes. A new quality of life produced by, you see, as you begin to live, glory to God. Oh, yes. By a new character, uh, a character of integrity in God. Oh, you know, at several separate points in the book of Deuteronomy, God tells those who will obey him that he will bless everything to which they put their hands. Oh, yes. 14 and 29, 15 and 10, 23 and 20, 28 verses 8 and 12. That's what the blessed life is like. Everything you touch does well. Blessing permeates every aspect of your life. Health, relationships, work, family, emotions, and thoughts. Oh my God. Working on the integrity in every area of your life with the same intensity. Oh my goodness. Then what will it do? Oh, more is going to come. There's a heart transformation that takes place on the inside of you. Yes, as God's people prosper, More money will come into the kingdom, but much more important, our hearts will be changed. I'm not the same person I used to be. My heart has been changed. No one is a natural born giver. We are all born takers. We enter this world with a fallen sin. Oh, yes. Nature on the inside of us. But at the heart of that nature, when when that sin nature is there, it's a tendency towards selfishness. Yeah. In contrast, God is a giver. Yeah, the most widely known verse in the Bible tells us, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. John 3 and 16. God is generous beyond our ability to imagine. Oh, I tell you, I just feel the anointing as I'm saying this because I just experienced all God's blessing. It is not easy to be a person of integrity. But if you will choose integrity, if you will choose it, I'm telling you, God will bless your life. Oh, and he'll go even further than that. He will transform your heart. Oh, that selfishness got to go. God is so generous. Oh, more than you can imagine. Oh. But I'm telling you, selfishness and pride that caused Satan to be cast out of heaven, that's why it happened. Because what? Wasn't filled with integrity. (laughs) Yeah, it's the bottom line. Many people in our culture have that exactly backwards. They see God as stingy and the devil as the one who likes to pass out favors. I can't tell you enough that that is not so. But I can tell you from personal experience, there's no greater adventure on earth than living the life of generosity and abundance that's available to all of God's people. But so few ever dare to live. It's a journey and it's a journey of reward. It is the blessed life. So let your adventure begin today. Take the first step. (laughs) 
I am Carol Dixon, and I tell you my prayer for you is that you live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. This is Dash with Carol Dixon. Did you miss a Dash episode recently? If so, we have you covered. You can get all of the previous Dash teachings on your podcast platform right now. It's a great opportunity to not only catch up on what you've missed, but also share the teaching with others who need to hear it. Every message gives you the opportunity to share through your favorite social media channel, email, or text. It's a valuable way to let your friends and family know what God is teaching you through Dash with Carol Dick. If you would like to know more about Dr. Carolee Dixon and Dash, go to our website at caroldixon.net. Mm-hmm.